hello. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Mano. That's me. These other two gentlemen will be calling in in a few minutes, so we will we'll get rolling in, uh, right now. Oh, we're on we're underway already. We can be. Yeah, no, that's great. That works. Or are you like midstream, like Sam is normally when we call? I can't believe no. you're calling me when I'm trying to take a leak. No, man, I'm ready to roll. <laughs> did you see that Walmart video? I did. Holy yeah. shit! That was yeah. the most. Re- it, to, if you didn't see the video, find. Did you ever notice when you tell people about something online and and they just can't find it? Like how how easy would it be to find that video? You could probably yeah, just well, type in Walmart. Yeah, just type in Walmart fight. Although Walmart fight might produce a lot of results. That's probably pretty common. Um, but it would be the top result. That's for yeah, sure. But I just hate when you tell people like, hey, find this video online. And yeah. they're like, well, I'm going to need a link. Really? Right, right. You can't well, just find it? And let me uh, go back for a second. Do you remember that episode that we did? You, me and Sludge, uh, the three of us, a, a few months ago. Yep. And Sludge had mentioned that he worked in a building with the young lady who and you found having, you actually found exactly where she worked and her name. <laughs> I found a picture of her, her name, and her email address. Yeah, but by the time the podcast was over, uh, excuse me, I just burped. By the time the podcast was over, I found her with no information, literally zero information. He said what floor she worked on. Yeah, uh, in a building in Philadelphia. I didn't even know where Sludge worked in Philly. Like I. I I pieced together a lot of information and found her. So I have no patience for people who can't Google something. Yeah. You were able to find a woman with absolutely no information. I mean, I, listen back to that episode. All the descriptions are in the episodes. Find the one with Sludge. Listen back to how all Sludge said is, I met a hot girl in an elevator. And she yeah. went on like the seventh floor. And right. then Ryan found her. I don't even know how you did that still. You, you did a lot of Google work. Yeah. But I did it while we were doing the podcast. So it was like I, I did. I did it to prove that I could. You can find stuff if you just try a little bit. Yeah, it wasn't even your full attention. Right. I was doing it while we were talking. <laughs> <laughs> so if you can't find that video, then you don't deserve to watch it. Yeah, totally. But pretty much, you know what I found? Podcast listeners are very smart compared to just regular radio listeners because oh, yeah. they, they've already. They're already on the cusp of, I, I wouldn't say podcasting is the cusp of technology, but. Well, they already know how to put in like a little effort. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, yeah. if they could find the podcast, I'm pretty sure they could find the biggest video online. Right. But so these two women, one was riding one of those, what, like a basket, what is it, like a motorized cart or yeah, something? Yeah, one of the rascal, <laughs> one of those little rascal scooters. And then, so this one woman goes, you want to go, bitch? And then miraculously, she started wa- like it was a miracle that she started walking, perfect, yeah. perfectly. By the way, and I yeah. guarantee that that slob parked in a handicapped spot. Did oh, you see? Sure. Not only did she walk perfect, but she sprinted. She had full control. She had no. There's no reason that that slob should be in a cart at Walmart. Yeah, a motorized cart. Yeah, I mean, why? Why was she? Why was she? I and I didn't. I didn't get a sense that either of them were like morbidly obese. Like I, they may have been heavier, but, yeah. but I didn't. Usually, the people that ride those carts are either like disabled or morbidly obese. Like they just can't stand up. Like they have the the gut that hangs over inside the jogging pants and it looks like a bag. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it looks like they have a duffel bag hanging off their crotch. It does. 
It does, like a like you're wearing a duffel bag and where a fanny pack should go. And <laughs> exactly. Remember those old remember those old red bags that people would put like when they had a bad back. No, like you'd fill them up with water. It was like a red oh, bag. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. I, I know. <laughs> it's yeah. like something like that hanging off your belly button. Yeah. Is yeah. that like the old like the old headache red bag? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I remember my mom always used to have one. It was red rubber. And you'd fill it with yeah. water, and then anytime she'd have a headache, she'd have it like on her head or something. Oh God! Or like on her. Oh, my back hurts. And it was—I don't know if it was hot water in there or what. Right. God, shit used to suck back in like the '80s or whatever to like oh, for my remedies. God. Yeah, remedies. A rubber red bag. But that was, even, I mean, that really was for remedies. Remedies even before the '80s though were terrible. Like the '50s, all you had was like a salve. Like you just put salve <laughs> on stuff, just like an oil-based <laughs> cream. And you would have to buy that from either, like, you know, the corner drugstore or, like, guys would come door-to-door and sell salve. Oh, they didn't want some of this salve. <laughs> <laughs> I have three different sizes. Well, come on come on in, sir, and show me what you have. Then he sets yeah, up on the kitchen it, table. What does it treat? It treats tuberculosis and uh, headaches <laughs> and uh, smokers' lung and... Ma'am, ma'am, do you mind if I set up right here? <laughs> Could you imagine letting someone in your house and then they put on a display like on your dining room table? <laughs> Just like four different jars of salve on your dining room table. Yeah, they set up like a little pop-up table. Oh, God. Rudy, come down here. Rudy, you have a scrape on your knee. Come here. Yep, this will do the trick. This will do the trick right here. Oh, my God. That's can a little spray. Where can I set up? It's so funny. Um <laughs> Uh, so the woman in the cart jumps off the cart yeah. miraculously. It's, oh, Lord, it's a miracle. She can walk, Lord. Lord, God is good. God is good. She's walking. So she, and it turns out the woman who jumped out of the cart wasn't even the biggest piece of shit out of the two women because the other woman was with her trash ball son who was, what, three years old or something? I would say he was probably more like six or seven. Was he that he old? Was seven. Yeah. It's hard for me to tell these days how old the kid is. But, right. So the, the the kid kept yelling, uh, no one tells me what to do. No one's going to tell me what to do. And he was trying to act all tough. And every time the woman from the cart would take uh, like the the upper hand on his mom, he'd be like, mommy, mommy. <laughs> like he, he would break out of that toughness as soon as that woman had the advantage. But luckily yeah, yeah. for him, his mom had, as they would call in the UFC, top control for like 85% of the fight. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so it was the it was the mother of that kid who kept saying punch her in the face. Yeah, right? so she was on top of the woman with with the cart, and then she goes punch him in the face, Johnny. Punch him in the face. Yeah, <laughs> punch her in the face. Right. God, can you imagine this is that? Incredible. Could, no, I mean, just I think can't. about your mom and my mom. Could you imagine we're at back in in the day it was Zare or Venture or Kmart, whatever it was. <laughs> it's Zare. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And then my mom gets into a fight with some trash ball in a cart, and then she's like, Abe, hit her hit her in the face, Abe. That's so funny, dude. Hit I mean, I, could you, I mean, have you ever known anyone that, that trashy? I well, mean, and I hate to say it, but they're from Indiana. Yeah. And, I, I, you know, that's where I'm from. And Well, he, he, here's my point about, when I always say, like when people always talk about minorities and stuff, they're like, those black people, those Mexicans, those this and that. No, no, no. It has nothing to do with your race. All There's trash balls in every race. 
It's just about yep. the class of person. And I'm exactly. sick of, I mean, look at white trash, black trash, Mexican trash, uh, whatever, any kind of trash. Put the word before trash, and there's trash in every group, and they're all the same. Just like yeah. animalistic scumbags, and that's every yeah. race. And I'm sick and, of the whole, you were, know. They were fighting over shampoo. Oh, see, I didn't, I didn't catch what they were fighting about. Yeah, they were fighting over a bottle of shampoo. <laughs> and then there were at least 10 people watching and filming the fight. And every time the one guy was about to jump, she's like, no, 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 no. You don't jump because you'll get sued, which is probably true. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if she pulled off the woman on top and then, you know, the little boy slipped when and, and he broke his leg? Oh she would sue that guy in two seconds. Yep. For Hit sure. her in the face, Johnny. Hit her in the I don't face. Know if you heard the guy, one of the guys, the guy filming it, or the guy next to the guy filming it, said uh, toward the end, he goes, "Boy, this is white trash at its finest." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As these two women are rolling around in the shampoo aisle, <laughs> bottles of shampoo falling all over, and the little kid trying to punch a woman in the face. Now, Ryan, you're from Indiana. Is that is 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 a white trash fight the equivalent of a cockfight in Mexico? Like is that is that what you guys do in Indiana? You just take That's two trash balls in their in their carts yep. and you and we rev them up. We give them we give them hopped up on mass and we give them a like we'll plant a seed of confrontation. We'll be like, hey, did you hear Bobby Sue wanted that last bottle Bobby of Pert? Sue, Bobby Sue. Bobby Sue was eyeing the last bottle of Pert in the shampoo aisle. Ah, uh-uh. what? Uh, <laughs> um, but then I so I googled Indiana. Um, just now to see if like that was the biggest story in Indiana. Uh-huh. Well, first of all, let me back up and just let me just tell you: in, there are two parts of Indiana. There's Northwest Indiana, which is considered, if you Google Chicago land, it is considered a part of Chicago, like Chicago land area. Yeah, it, it's the suburban Chicago area of some areas of Indiana, Northwest Indiana. Outside of Northwest Indiana, it is all rednecks and hicks. It's 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 very popular, and, and I and you know I mean that with all due respect to the rest of if any podcast listeners are from Indiana. I mean, yeah, I'm th- th- yeah. You don't even have to make that apology. It's, it's obvious. It, there's of course some great people in those areas, right? Uh, <laughs> but there, it's it's largely rural hillbilly stuff. So that's probably where that Walmart thing transpired. And so I googled Indiana today just to see if there was any bigger stories coming out of Indiana. And uh, one of the top results was Indiana. Unveils bacon scented lottery ticket. <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds of both of those women having bacon scented lottery tickets in their purses during that fight? I, dude, I, I mean, almost 100%. <laughs> I mean, come on, Indiana. Like, come on. I mean, Indi- I, I, I've played poker at the casinos in Indiana, like Hammond yeah. and Gary. I mean, it's like a war zone, Gary, Indiana. Yeah. It, it looks like, you know, there was a war there and everyone just left and left it like blown up. It does. It, does. it looks like the setting of like an apocalypse movie. <laughs> it looks like The it Walking really Dead. That's what it looks yeah. like. Like if you, if you go to, if you watch The Walking Dead, it looks like Atlanta in The Walking Dead. Hold on, base is calling. Or oh, Sam, I'm not sure which, which of these jobs are Here we go. Hold on. Here we go. The first, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my God! This is like when uh, when the Rock, like we're, Ryan and I are in the middle of the, in the in the ring cutting a promo, and then you just hear this music. Dinner, 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 dinner. Oh my God! It's and then Who we'll find it? out in a second. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, it's oh my God! It's Pace. What's he doing here? God, God! Feed me more. <laughs> I love my. It's funny because Pace. I just said while Ryan was getting you there, I said, you know, Ryan and I are cutting a promo in the ring, and you just hear, Danny, Danny. Oh my God! <laughs> Who is it? That's Pace. Good Lord. Base, we were just talking about the uh, the trash balls who got in the fight at Walmart. Oh, yeah. Don't you think, Base, it would be funny if, in Indiana, if they bred white trash women like pit bulls, and they would, like, get them all revved up to, like, oh, you cheat, you, that's my man. That's my, what? I, I, I think they already do that. Well, no, but, I mean, we could sanction it. Like, have them fight in, like, some kind of wired cage or something. <laughs> Yeah, and Ryan, how would you even win that? Because at some point they can't breathe because they're all diabetic and they just run out of breath. So at the end, it's just they're both red. They both want to quit, but they have too much pride because for some reason, those kind of people have a lot of pride. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, you're right. It's, well, it's, that's, you know, that's all they have is a fight. They got nothing going on the rest of the day. That animals, they don't show weakness the same way we do because it's, <laughs> it's, um, they're bred. In in the wild, if a dog or if a, a deer or whatever was like limping, that makes it it look like prey to the other animals. So animals are instinctively wired to not show. Oops, sorry, to not show pain or discomfort of any sort. And so I think there's a similar thing with white trash. Uh, I love with trash in general. I love the uh, that red face, that out of breath look, and they, they, yeah, yeah. they they're still throwing those haymakers like every. Yeah. Instead of instead of throwing it every two seconds, it's done like every fifteen seconds. They're doing a lot of pushing and holding, <laughs> and just they're doing a lot of pain. A lot of if you notice, the more tired they get, the the action drops off, but the shit tug picks up. Like oh yeah, oh, bitch. Yeah. Oh yeah, bitch. Like, it's, it's, they're trying to verbally assault them instead of physically assault them because they they have to assault them in some way because she doesn't want little Johnny to see her fall because you know Johnny, you never Johnny, you fight to the death. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, if you get into a fight at Walmart over a bottle of Head and Shoulders, you fight to the death. That's right, Mama. No, no one tells me what to do, Mama. Did you see that kid was a little pussy too. You see, he was trying to act tough. He kept saying, "No one tells me what to do." And then anytime so the action would heat up, he would back off. And well, here's what I don't get: who who is he saying no one tells me? No one tells who is he saying that to? to all, because all, well, yeah, because he kept he kept like picking items up and hitting the woman in the head while his mother was choking her out. And every time he would do it, the women would be like, "No, no, little boy, you don't do, like." That's what they were offended oh, so by. He was responding to her by saying that. He I, was, no, no, he was responding to the people taping it and the crowd watching it because every time he picked up like oh, like they, uh, okay, I yeah, gotcha. like he would pick up a bag of Pringles and like try to hit her in the head with it. And yeah, they'd yeah. be like, no, no. And then he'd like try to look tough. He's like, no one tells me what to do. No yeah. one tells me what to do. <laughs> Although, if, if you were if you were in a situation where your mother is in a in a fight in a hand to hand combat, even if you're that age, why don't you look for so something worse when you say hand to hand? Wouldn't you look for something more than yeah. a shampoo bottle? But see, base to he, hit that lady base, with? Okay, here's the difference, and this goes for your mother too, base. All three of our mothers. If they got into a fight like that, this would be a once-in-a-lifetime occurrence that I would have to figure out. I would have to, like, you know, figure out how to handle that situation. Yeah. It's not like every other weekend. Like, you know that woman got into that same fight at Kohl's? What? Oh, yeah. No, no, that's my that's my Payne's three-pack. What, in bitch? Fact, really, fact, bitch? I'm willing to believe that she just walks up and down aisles of Walmart just so that could happen again. 
anyone willing like that, to fight? That's her day. Yeah. Anyone willing to fight that quick? How come I could hang out? I could hang out with like pretty shady people sometimes, and I never end up in fights. I, I go to shady areas. I never end up getting into fights. Why is that? Well, that's because you're a big fucking dude, man. It's not. Well, not really, because I don't. How come Ryan doesn't get into fights? Ryan's Ryan, not big. I Ryan, People don't talk shit to you if you're in a, in a situation. They don't look straight to you to see if they can take you on. Yeah, but he's not putting himself in situations to get into fights. Ryan's not at no, Walmart that, getting if, into a fight over to, deodorant. If you go to these, <laughs> if you go to these wrestling events where people are, you know, and you go to like the what was that ECW or what, what was that oh, wrestling you went to? Ring of Honor, but that, yeah. but based you're yeah. on something. We went to Ring of Honor, and that's you're you're absolutely right, and not to take it in a wrestling direction, and I won't. But that is why when I'm with Abe, I'm the one who's always saying, "Keep your voice down." Exactly. Keep your voice down. You're right, base. You're absolutely right because if they are going to start to to mess with somebody, it's not going to be the six foot four guy, <laughs> and it's not going to be his brother who's also uh, you know a good sizable drink of water. It's going to be yeah, exactly right. But but to Abe's point, and you might be, you might be the toughest guy of them all, but they're going to be like, okay, I'm starting with that guy first, and I'll work my way down. Sure, exactly. But to Abe's point, I do think there's something to be said for like. I think it's almost like the the same concept as the the cream rises to the top. Like, you know, talent just always finds its way to the top. I think trash always finds a way to fight. (laughs) That's true. If if you're if you're dumb and you if fighting is something you think about, Abe. I don't want to get specific here, but there was a gentleman that both of us knew who all he talked about was fighting. I'm trying to think which gentleman. What's no, 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 no! I have to believe. What's the first letter? A. A. Hang on, let me think about that. Apple. Oh, our friend no, Apple. Our friend. No. Our friend. Our friend. <laughs> <laughs> what's the guy from Coldplay? What's his name? Chris. Chris. Uh, Chris Martin. Yeah. Oh, Apple Martin. You mean? Yeah, I remember. Him. <laughs> All he wanted no. to do was fight. Just, a, a, just, a Ryan, while, 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 while we're talking, just text it to me. Uh, but this guy, all he talked about was fighting, and all he thought about was fighting, all he, all he wanted to do was fight, and guess what? All he did was fight. He always found fights. <laughs> fights always found Oh, him. okay. Like, I, I, okay, Ryan, Ryan, I know what you're talking about now. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. fighting was a part of his vernacular. He talked about fighting. Yeah, like, bro, or, uh, bro, I got scraped up yesterday rolling around with these nine guys. Like, why? Yeah. Oh, bro! Yeah. They were looking at me the wrong way. Exactly, and like, but even <laughs> even when there was no need to talk about it, we would just be sitting there, and he'd be like, "Oh, bro, I feel like fighting." You ever go okay. somewhere and and there's always a girl pulling a guy off someone? She's putting herself. If she puts herself in that situation, then she, you know, those normal girls aren't in that situation. Like you don't, and a normal girl doesn't end up with blood on her dress. Oh, my Correct. boyfriend, my boyfriend. uh, uh, PJ, oh he, oh he always fights. That's just what he does. Yeah, I had to hit a bitch yeah. myself. Really? Well, that's not normal. So no, you and, shouldn't and, put yourself in that situation. Uh, nope. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but that's just what he does. Isn't a valid. Yeah. Oh, he fights. You know? Oh no, no. I, I I talked to his friend uh, Bobo. He said they fight every weekend. Oh, 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 yeah. oh. So that's okay. Cool. So you, it's cool he, to fight. He's just a really, he's just a really bad drunk. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, he's so, a great guy though. He's great, except for. Every other day when he gets into huge fights and puts me in jeopardy. No, besides that, he's a great guy. He'll punch someone in the face just for 
What What are you looking at? How? I, I haven't been in a fight since I was in seventh grade. Why is that? Why, it's not like I'm backing down every weekend. It's like people are like, back down, bitch, and I run home. Right. I just don't get into situations. I'm never in a situation where I have to hit someone in the face, ever. Yeah, no. That's Why kinda- is that? Why is that? What, what am I doing right? I'm not an asshole. That's what it is. I'm not walking yep. around looking for people. I, you know what? People might stare me down all the time. I don't know because I'm not trying to stare them down. Right. Like, I probably That's get stared down all the time. You're right. I mean, you probably avoided dozens and dozens of fights just by not having the fight mentality. Oh, yeah. Like, just by not looking back at the car next to you at the red light, <laughs> you have avoided probably tens of fights. Because you'll see, like, little puppet, he'll be in his car. He's just staring out his window at whoever's coming to the left of him. Whoever. Staring. He doesn't woman, care. Yeah. It could be, it could be, it doesn't matter. It could be his own grandmother. It, it, he's just <laughs> staring <laughs> with the purpose of fighting whoever it is. What are you and, looking and, at? And, hey, what's you looking at, bro? What? Yeah. Fuck you, bro. What? Pull over. Pull over. What? I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking to see if Chick Fil A is still open. I'm looking at the sign, asshole. <laughs> Fuck. I don't want to fight you. I mean, I, <laughs> it's almost like I, anyone can feel when someone's staring at them, right? You can always tell when someone's looking at you. you know oh uh, yeah, it, bur- it like burns. Yeah, you it know, definitely does. You know when someone is staring at you. It's hard to describe, but you just know it. You can feel it, and so it's almost like a trap that they set. It's like they're doing this very obvious thing, and anyone's going to look. And when you look, that's like that, that's an invitation to them that you're down to accept their challenge. Oh, wait, guys, hold on one second. That's Sam. Was that Sam? Calling. Ladies and gentlemen, if you... Oh, my God! There he is again! He's at the ramp! If you smell... <laughs> Sam is cooking! Oh, my God! Is, that, is he there? Is he there again? Oh, my God! There he is! Oh my god! Ladies and gentlemen, God, God, it's Sam Cannon! <laughs> Where's my music? Well, I thought you were gonna hit, hit hit a music cue or something. No, that was that was a terrible intro. <laughs> no, it wasn't a terrible intro. Hey, that, was, that was like a Ring of Honor intro. <laughs> Sam, but this is a podcast. We don't have the serious budget. Yeah, there's no budget no, on this sorry. thing. Yeah, that was such a, that was such a huge fucking budget over there. It's serious. Actually, actually, <laughs> Sam, actually, Sam, actually, having you call in is putting us over budget. Oh yeah, no. The, the budget that I'm using for my minutes here. Yeah, sorry for using your <laughs> bandwidth. <laughs> Sam, you you joined us as we're talking about those trash balls rolling around at Walmart. What were you saying, Ryan? Before Sam really saying, interrupted us with his intro. My music? point was, it's, it's almost like a trap when when the people do the stare down technique. It's, it's such an easy technique to bait someone in because they're doing something that you anyone knows when someone's staring at them, right? So like you pull up and you feel someone looking at you. So you're going to look. You just turn. But to them, that's you accepting their challenge. Yeah. It, it's, it's, the, it's the most cowardly like way to start a fight is just by staring at somebody. What are you looking at, bro? Why don't you take Nothing. a look? I'm looking at the person that, was, <laughs> that I felt staring at me. I'm, not, I'm, I'm looking because it's a natural reaction to look. I'm not looking because I'm interested in accepting your, your challenge. Why don't you take a walk, bro? They love saying that, too. I've never <laughs> told anyone to take a walk. What does that mean? Take a walk. Oh, sorry. I mean, what? What's you know? I don't. I don't need to respect you, scumbag. Like I don't. First of all, I don't respect you if you're if you're a piece right. of shit, right? So why? Why? Do, what have you done to earn all this respect? Like the, all these yeah, all yeah. these people are about respect. 
No, no, bro, take a walk. Don't you ever disrespect me. What do you mean disrespect you? I was walking down the street. I saw Chick-fil-A. I was looking at the hours to see because I know they uh, we're closed for every Christian holiday available. We're, we're closed. We, we, we don't open any holidays. So I'm looking. I'm like, what day is it? I'm looking at the calendar. I, I It just so happens I look over at Cartoon in his car. Whoa, bro! You disrespecting me? You, you brought some more thugs named Cartoon than... Anyone would ever think it's possible. Cartoon. Cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, if you ever know a thug named Cartoon, because that's like that's almost like your go-to thug name. <laughs> cartoon. I love it. God, I love it. The mistake of looking over at Cartoon. <laughs> what, what are you looking at, bro? Oh, don't take a walk, bro. Take, do your, and they, they always say, do yourself a favor. Like, oh, no, what's coming down on me next is an ass beating. Oh, no. I, I'm, late to the, I'm late to this uh, call here. So, wait, did this happen to you? No, you no, no. running with a cartoon we're, or one of his associates? No, no, we're just talking about, in general, when trash ball. Like, it, it, like how, how come all four of us never get into fights? There's something right. about the mentality of a person that's willing to fight someone over a bottle of shampoo. There's something, yeah. they're wired wrong. And like, yeah, we, we were yeah. talking about how, you know, gangsters or whoever, assholes or trash balls, even if you're at a bar, if you're at, if you're at one of those, like, you know, oh, no, 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 this bar's white only. <laughs> anyone, <laughs> anyone tanner than, than uh, number three on the Home Depot white list can't get in here. And if you do, you're getting your ass kicked. And that goes for every other, if you're at a, you, you know. Have to, you have to be pale nimbus or, or lighter. What's that? Uh, it's a joke. American Psycho. Nimbus? Yeah. <laughs> Pale Nimbus. But yeah, that's what, that's that, what we're talking about. Is that a cloud? No, it's a it's a um it's a um it's the the color of the business card of one of Patrick Bateman's associates in American Psycho. So oh. I thought you guys were all big fans. I thought that was going to get a huh. better reaction. Wait, do it again, Sam. I'll give you, I'll give you the proper reaction. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So wait. What, oh, yeah. So 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 if you're at uh, you know shade number three of the Home Depot, that it's that's really like you have to be pale nimbus or lighter. <laughs> what is it? Oh, American Psycho, right? Nice, nice, nicely. Wait, how you work that American Thanks. Psycho line in nicely? Oh, I was I just damn. Just came, I haven't heard an American reference like Paul that Allen. Paul Allen, do you have a business card? Can I see your business card, Paul Allen? Let's hey, go to Dorcia for dinner. Don't you think yeah. they should have? Don't you think Walmart? What color is that business card there, Abe? Well, it's eggshell white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, that was the. I still didn't even hear it. Pale God. Nimbus. Oh, you were actually making. Just catching that now. Wait, Sam, you were actually making a joke about the business cards. I didn't even realize it. No, I wasn't. I was making a joke about shades of whiteness. No, I know, but you, that was from the business card scene. Whatever. Uh, you didn't listen to a word I just said. I, I still wasn't listening because I was actually reading okay. something else while I was doing it. <laughs> Very good. I got it, Sam. This is it. one case. Yeah, thank you. Thank this you. is one case where I wasn't paying attention to Sam, and he gets mad when I do pay attention and I ask a, a, a follow up question. Like Sam will say, "Hey, I want to make sure when I'm planting my se- when I'm planting well, cucumbers in the yard." Hey, let me stop you right there. And uh, let me base around if you agree. Let me know with Abe. I feel like it's either he's not listening, which is 90% of the time, or he hones in on one thing and then he asks about 50 questions. 
Yeah, that's about right. That's, that's, that's absolutely right. right. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. I mean, usually everything just goes over his head, but if he finds that's something fun. that he likes or something that has, something has, has like. caught, his, caught his ear, you're going to get 100-plus questions in a one-minute span. Yeah. Like, then he becomes, like, um, the uh, master uh, master attorney. Like, <laughs> like Johnny Cochran. No, yeah, no, no pausing at all. When you Just say a, you were wearing a glove, a line of hard questioning. Tell me what color the glove was and where did you buy it. I need to know how the fit was of the glove. Don't you think though that Walmart should have a high pressure hose anytime that shit breaks out and just spray them down to get them the fuck yeah, out of the like, store? Or like those nets in the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> the net just drops on both of them. <laughs> Honestly, they should have nets above every aisle and just catch those people. That's awesome. <laughs> and then they have to hang up there together in the net because it like rises up and it's like over aisle 13, there's a net with three <laughs> trash balls in it. At aisle 22, there's one. Aisle 16, there's a little kid who's naked. Aisle 27. Ideally, <laughs> ideally, there would be an individual net for each person. So you see like they're separate. They're in separate nets. And they're still trying to fight each other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're, they're still trying to swing. They're trying to swing into each other, talking shit the whole time. Fuck you, bitch. You piece of shit. What's that? What? You're going to disrespect me? I don't think there's anyone who respects that specific piece of trash that jumped out of her cart. And she's like, what? Abe, you used to work at Walmart. I know this is many, many moon ago. Yeah, I started there when I was but a 16-year-old twink. Right, their standards have changed, and a lot's probably different about Walmart. Actually, a lot's probably not different about Walmart. But, um, <laughs> I mean, what type of establishment? And, and I was Googling Walmart today, earlier, and uh, I saw that, that there was a story about Walmart is now, they now going to start cracking down on theft. Well, yeah. Like, they never thought Because when, when I worked there, when I worked there, honestly, everyone, an issue. when I worked there, everyone except me stole everything. Like, everything. Everything. Anything you could think of, they would steal. Out the back door. They would do time theft. They, they'd punch in and out. They would, we, they would change price tags. They would just throw shit into a cart, throw it in the garbage, and have someone pick it up. Like, they would do anything possible to steal from Walmart. Here's, here's my question, though. I mean, if that can transpire in the aisles of Walmart, like, it makes you wonder what you can't get away with at Walmart. I mean, they just now put out a statement <laughs> that they're going to start cracking down on theft. Like, so for the last, what, 20 years, you could just grab stuff and leave? Pretty much, and, yeah. And you can fight like that in the aisles, and why does that fight happen so, like, what can't you do at Walmart? How how is how is there not a worker within the area that at least heard what was going? I mean, that's loud when there's a fight. You see a big crowd oh, yeah. gathered around. You don't like you're you're a worker. You have a box of like Star Wars action figures. You're putting them on a hook, and you don't. When you see a crowd, you don't even walk over. You're like, eh. You're just looking at the the back of the figure. You're texting your friend. You're like, oh, maybe I should walk over there. There's seventy people over there in a big crowd staring at the aisle, and I hear two two trash balls swearing at each other. Shouldn't I right. walk over? Well, they're probably thinking the same thing. In about three minutes, they're both going to be hanging on their knees, really, really tired from this fight. And then after that, I can walk. I can walk them out of here. It's kind of like little kids when you're you're like, what do you do? You let them play until they're tired, like they play. Yeah, yeah. let them get it out of them, their system. <laughs> let them get and it out. You, of their and, then you, and then you just like slowly push them out. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but but it doesn't it just? I mean, there's got to be. 
I mean, I go into if I go into Walmart, you know, I, I try to avoid Walmart. Um, but if I if I go in there, I treat Walmart when I'm shopping like I would any other store. Yeah, it's like I'm pissing like, in the aisle. I don't just punch. Yeah, no, I don't I, knock I, over I, like a display of shampoo just for the no. fuck of it. I go into Walmart and and I'm like as respectful in there as I would be any other store. But it really makes you think that you've been missing the boat. Like you <laughs> could you could go in there like on a moped with a bag and just start filling shit up and just drive out of out the front window, like through the window. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like some of these things are casting a light on Walmart that I wish I had known about. I mean, not that I want to do these things, but it almost just makes you want to see what you can get away with. Like, exactly. Could I ride my bike into Walmart? Probably. Could I take dogs into Walmart? Probably. Could I drive my car into the Walmart? I'm sh- I mean, you could, and I'm sure it would take a good few minutes for someone to come <laughs> check on what <laughs> you almost You almost want to go in with, like, the Rambo bullets across your chest and just yeah. walk through and see if anyone says anything. You go in with, like, a, you, you, for, but you keep pushing it up. Like, first you go in with a clown costume on, then you dress up like right. Big Bird. Then me and Bass are snuffle up against together. <laughs> yep. Then, like, you just keep... Then, yeah. Then, then you go in naked. Sam, like, Sam walks in his boxers. Yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> Could you go in naked? I mean, would anyone stop you if you walked into Walmart naked? Could Honestly. you walk in naked and just put clothes on and then walk out? Probably. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what could draw a flag at Walmart from Walmart employees. I don't. I, I just. <laughs> I don't know what what's their level, like what's their threshold over there to get someone's attention. Don't you think though that at Walmart, a lot of these people. They don't have any authority, so they think this is their one chance to have authority over the workers. Like they talk shit to all the workers. They're always worried about getting the best possible service. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hang on, I, I, I need better service. You're going to respect me. It's, it's their only chance yeah. to ever get respect because yeah. they get no and, respect in this world. And another thing, probably in terms of the employees, if uh, let's say you're putting away those Star Wars action figures, and you know you're like low or middle man on the totem pole. I bet you most of those people think, well, that someone else will handle that. Like oh, that's yeah, the yeah, of course. mentality that goes along with that. Like, well, that's above my pay grade. I'm sure a manager <laughs> will handle that. And I'm sure a manager is thinking, well, the general manager will handle that. Like, it just, it, it's probably just a level of deflection that goes up the chart to where the person that everyone thinks will handle it isn't even at the store. And to be fair, that is above their pay grade. When you get hired at Walmart to stock shelves, you're not also security. Like, that's not part of it. It didn't say, oh, you, you're going to stock Star Wars action figures. If people drop shit on the floor, you have to put it back. You know, sometimes we're going to have you in the back. Maybe you have to push carts. Oh, and when there's a fight, you have to be Big John McCarthy from the UFC and break it up. Like, no, that's not that's not part of the job. And no, I'm not going to do that, that. And that's the first time they think when they uh, see like a fight break out. I'm not getting paid to break that up. It's kind of yeah. like just because, like you said, Ryan, because I'm bigger. Anytime there's a fight, like anytime at the radio station... When there was a fight, I'm expect like when th- this guy Big Goonie went nuts that one time. I had to right. break it up. Why am I just expected to break up fights? Yeah. I'm not breaking up fight. Like why? <laughs> because people, because people purposely start a fight standing behind you, so that way they know that you'd be the guy they'd have to go through. Oh first. yeah, yeah. Like that, I'll break. But but the, the guy in particular that started that fight knew what he was doing. Like I should never be asked to break up anything. Like if there's a fight, call the cops. Right. I, I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm not trained in this. I'm not trained yeah. in breaking up fights with morons. <laughs> right. 
Oh, hey, uh, you're hey. Right, your resume says you're really good at breaking up fights here. This is interesting. Hey, uh, Brandon, the junior who goes to Hubbard High School, I want you to break up these two, like, these two pieces of white trash who are just like foaming at the mouth. They both probably have some kind of STD. They're bleeding. Yeah, you break that up. You're trained to do that. <laughs> oh, I'm only 16. No, you got to break. Dude, it's part of the job, bro. That's the job. No, it's not the you job. Your manager's calling you bro that you're not in a good situation. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I would you know what I would love to do though? If I was gonna break that fight up, the first thing I would do is put on a pair of those plastic subway gloves like right in front of them so they know how disgusting <laughs> I think they are. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I actually want to start doing that in any situation with a scumbag. Like, even if, like, like, let's say he, he, I was at the light, right? And he's like, what are you looking at, bro? Oh, take a walk, bro. Don't just, and then I, right before I, I agree to fight him, like, you know, when he, we're meeting up to fight the first, I'm like, Hey, hang on a second. And I put on plastic gloves. So he knows how disgusted I am by him. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you guys see the two new Twitter feuds going on? I saw the one you, you sent us earlier. Yeah, well, the one is, we'll, we'll get to that one next. But the first one, the, the other one, CM Punk and Hulk Hogan, which we'll get to in a second. The first one is Chris Brown and Kylie Jenner. Now, Chris Brown Ooh, sent out a tweet. He, yeah, he sent. <laughs> <laughs> that was juicy. Uh, Chris. Chris Brown. Chris Brown, of all people, he actually, he's friends with the Jenner girls, and he sends out a tweet that says, oh, Caitlyn Jenner's a science project, and we should be spending more time worrying about Akon's charity who's fed 600,000 African kids, something like that. So then Kylie sent back an Instagram post that said something like, not a nice thing to say about your friend's dad. And then Chris Brown apologized. And then they agreed to to end the beef. They said... um, because their friendship is so important that they're gonna they're not gonna hold any grudges. Why is it so important? Why Doesn't is it so- much of a beef? To be honest, no, no, but but like- but but here here's the funny thing. Why is <laughs> why is Kylie Jenner so quick to squash the beef with Chris Brown? Like, why is that friendship such an important friendship to keep? Oh wait, wait, hang on, guys, I got to keep this friendship going with Chris Brown. It's yeah. very important to me. I like if I ripped on Bruce Jenner on a tweet, Kylie would write me off forever. Oh, I'm done with Abe. That's it. No, I don't want to yeah, see Abe. Sure. Never mention Abe ever. <laughs> when I'm around, never say the word Abe or I'll, I'll go off. Understand, Chris Brown? Oh, your dad's a science project. Chris, I, I just don't want, I want to keep this friendship. It's very important to me. So could you just apologize and we can move on? Yeah, girl, cool. Can I hit it again? Yeah, we could do that. But I don't understand why, why is that so important to keep that friendship going? I don't know. I, I really don't know. And I, I had a similar thought. Like in LA, you see a lot of billboards for for Vegas acts. Like people booked in Vegas and put up billboards. Like oh, really? You know, Tiesto this weekend at the you know the Wet Club or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the um, Wet Club. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been to Vegas in a while. <laughs> at the Wet Club. <laughs> I don't know. Like, no, but there there is a place called Wet. There's a series of billboards around with Chris Brown on it saying Chris Brown residency. And I just wonder who that appeals to. Beyond the friendship between him and the Jenners, who is looking at that and saying, Oh, that I need to be there. There's like, a lot of dumb girls. There's a lot of dumb girls who still love Chris Brown. 
Really? Oh, yeah. He's huge. But why? Why? Why do people still give him? Why, are, why, are, why is the wet club paying him millions of dollars to come to Vegas? And, you know, I, why? Why? Why is he still getting... Like, what about, is he even still making music? It's very important, Ryan, that we must forgive him. It is odd that he stayed in the news for all these, I mean, he stayed relevant um, after all these atrocities, you know, and they started years ago. Like, why does it, you're right, Ryan, why do we give a shit anymore? Yeah, I mean, you would think that the people who are making these decisions, the people, radio programmers, video programmers, people producing award shows, people at labels, people booking tours, you know, even TMZ, like, Everyone basically controls the fame of these people. Yep. Right. I feel like a guy like Chris Brown should have just been left should be by the way. He really well, should. Yeah, I, will say, I will say this, though. Part of it is, um, you know, the, the, what the uh, sites and the organizations, they, they, they make their determination based on the level of interest from the consumer. And I'm sure Chris Brown, I mean, it's probably a combination of both, but, you know, people seem really interested in Chris Brown. Like, I'm sure he gets a lot right, of hits, but, but, but he has yeah, a lot of followers on social media. But that's perpetuated by the own, by the machine that I'm talking, like, that's yeah. only because TMZ keeps covering him. No, yeah, you're right. I mean, I think it's a combination of both because I think that ultimately if, you know, if TMZ is covering certain celebrities and even though they may be applying a lot of coverage to a certain celebrity, they may notice that interest uh, tapers off after a certain point. But for instance, right. Sam, if, probably if, hasn't happened with Chris Brown. It's, so it's a combination of them having the, uh, the ton of information and a ton of stories on him, and people continuing continuing to click them. If people didn't, no, click you're them, right. Okay, he'd go away. Well, that's true. But if they buried Chris Brown like the Duck Dynasty guy or a moron mm-hmm. like that, then he'd be gone. But they keep bringing yeah. him back and putting him on award shows, and they keep giving him other chances. He he keeps collaborating with other women. Like all these right, women, right. all these like like J Lo right. and all these people, they're all making songs with him. Well, we we don't listen to hip hop stations really, and he's huge on those. If you ever do listen to a hip hop station, the music goes from a Chris Brown song to a Drake song to a Nicki Minaj song to a Chris Brown song. So, but that's my point: is that it, they it, would just it bury is genre. Him. He is still it, it for us. He doesn't relate to us at all. But in that genre and that in that area, he is humongous. Yeah, but if if. If I'm trying to think of even a big rock star, do you think if like Dave Grohl beat the shit out of a woman, bit her face off, do you think all the rock stations would still be playing Foo Fighters? Or do you think they'd say we're no. not playing? They, I guarantee they wouldn't be playing Foo Fighters. I guarantee it. So there is You're, something to be yeah. said about that. That they. No, I agree with you. It's a double standard, and it shows you. This is what we were talking about last week: how you can't pick what you're outraged by. You either have to be outraged by nothing or outraged by everything. How come these stations that would fire someone for making a joke on air about whatever that joke may be, whatever this, uh, you could fill in the blank. It could be about anything. They'll fire you for that, but they'll sit there and play Chris Brown over and over and over. A guy who beat the shit, bit a woman's face, smashed her head into glass. That's cool. But if you make some kind of joke, you're fired. How, how does that make sense? It makes no yeah. sense at all. It's it crazy. That's why, that's why right. political correctness sucks. Who sucks? Political correctness sucks because oh, yeah. there's because there really is a double standard to everything. I think there's a happy medium. I mean, I think at at one point we were way too, like if you watch a movie like what's that Mel Brooks movie that real racist one? Um, Blazing Saddles. Yeah, if you watch like Blazing, I mean, just there, there was there was a lot of racism going on that that probably should have been you know tapered off. But now we're moving into this category where it's like. Anything you say 
you're just your career's over with. Like even Louis yeah. C.K., they were trying to bury Louis C.K. Luckily though, he doesn't need the media. Louis C.K. survives without the media. He doesn't right. ever have to be on anything, and he'll he. You know what he does now? He go he does he doesn't even announce his shows anywhere else but his website. He got off Twitter. He goes on his website. He says, "Hey, I'm playing six shows at the Chicago Theater." He sells out in five minutes. Then he's like, "Oh, we added five more shows," and, and that's all he, he does. He does all the ticketing on his own website too. Like he manages. Uh, maybe there's, you can get him on Ticketmaster. But no, well, well he like, was. He, he was he doing that. All- yeah, he switched it, though. Now now he works with Ticketmaster, but he made a deal with Ticketmaster where there's no fees. So everything's included in the ticket price, their fee, and everything wow. else. And he was he produced and edited his own special and put it out on his website, like, just completely self-sufficient. Yeah, and he charges $5, and he keeps all the money, and, and all yeah. his tickets are, like, $50 or something like that, and all fees are yeah. included. His whole tour, he sells by himself. So... You know, a guy like that can't be buried. But then you take yep. someone like, you know, Opie and Anthony, Anthony Cumia. He, he did, I mean, I know he's doing his own thing now, but he was able to kind of get buried. He is doing his own thing now, but it's not on the same scale that it used to be. Or yeah, uh, what Anthony said, I mean, Anthony came, I mean, it was pretty clear that Anthony was a vehement racist after that rant he did on, the, on his show. Or on his Twitter. I mean, that was really mean-spirited. But yeah, but then there'll be stations on, on the same network that play Chris Brown. That's my point. It's just that right, there, right. there's definite totally. double standards. Yeah. I'm not saying yeah. I'm not saying what he said was right. I'm just saying that there's you can't be outraged by one thing and fire a guy, and then you also play Chris Brown music. You just can't make right. that decision. You have to either fire everyone or fire no one. Yeah. The other Twitter yeah, feud. You're right. The other Twitter feud is CM Punk and Hulk Hogan, which is hilarious because. Hulk Hogan is is just trying to do anything he can to get attention and get like a WrestleMania match or something. Like you know, he yeah, really wants sad. to fight CM Punk at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, it's sad, dude. I mean, Hogan's tweet. I, I, I I'm gonna get it wrong, but he said like, take the puck back to Chicago. The puck, and then in quotes right next to it said Punk. Yeah. No, he like, said he said pick up your CM punk. Puck or something. No, no, he said pick up your puck, and then in parentheses Punk. And go home. CM will show you how to do it. Beef, or was this just Hogan? Was he? Did he, did he think he was being funny? Well, no. I, mean, I, I mean, don't understand. Well, how the, this me- the, the media started it because CM Punk's a huge Blackhawks fan, and Hulk Hogan's from Tampa. Who he doesn't know much about the Lightning, I don't think. But he's he's from. So he's representing the Lightning, and CM Punk is representing the Blackhawks. So the media has been trying to get this thing stirred up for a while. And and they finally and CM Punk finally responded because Hogan talked shit about him on Twitter. Let me see if I can find the tweet real quick. It's it's pretty funny actually. Because then, then and Hogan, CM- mis- Hogan mispronounced the, the uh, their coach's name and I think their captain's name. He <laughs> yeah. Hogan basically just I mean in one interview botched the names of like you know, two two of the most important <laughs> every key component of the team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what do you th- There's a tweet. Um, Random, Abe, is, uh, are you still blocked from uh, Hulk Hogan's Twitter feed? I am still blocked from Hulk Hogan, which is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> are you really? He, remember, yeah, he's, been, he's been for years. Yeah, because remember I made a joke about, um, I said, I said, his Hulk, I said, I guess right after Hulk Hogan got caught having sex with Bubba's wife, I said, Hulk Hogan's going to be caught having sex with Imus' wife or something. <laughs> and then the next thing I knew, I was blocked. By, as a matter of fact, I was, but you know what's funny? I, I control the loops, uh, Twitter. So I send out some tweets sometimes, and yeah. um, so I now if I ever want to look at Hogan's feed, I log in as the loop so I can see it. <laughs> You're still God. Hogan, that's so crazy. Hogan blocked you. I think it's even crazier that Abe 
Twitter address as a vehicle for him to look at Hulk Hogan's yes, Twitter. Twitter. You know what's like, funny? That was like, that was like the positive to it. You think every few months, like, Hogan's social media manager goes through it and says, let's look at these block names. Oh, yeah. Because he's like, keep him blocked, brother. Yeah, fuck keep it. Keep him blocked. Keep I want nothing to do with him. I don't want him on there, brother. <laughs> hey, brother. I don't want him looking at my... No way. I don't want him looking at my, my tweets selling the No Holds Barred DVD, brother. Dude, if you really think about that, and we'll go back to the CM Punk thing in a second, but if you really think about what went into that, like, no matter what way you, you break that down, that's a ridiculous thing. That, that Okay, so let's say it was Hogan managing his own Twitter. I don't think it was, but... Okay, but let's just for, for an instant here just say that it was Hogan. Like, that offended him so much that Hulk Hogan had to probably Google how to block someone on Twitter <laughs> in order to block you on Twitter. Now, if it wasn't Hogan, if it was someone managing Hogan's Twitter, that means that there must be so many people blocked from Hogan's Twitter. Oh, yeah, like, and anything that's ever mentioned. So, what would, oh, so, so my point is, what would be the point? If Hogan's not managing, if Hogan's not even looking at his Twitter or replying to tweets, why would someone want to block? Like, who are they protecting? Maybe it was ultra sensitive when when that shit went down with Bubba's wife. Maybe. Oh, maybe. <laughs> but 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 why would you? If it's not Hogan running it, and it's like, you know, Matt from like, Clyborne Integrated Digital Solutions or something. Like, why would that little twink who doesn't even know Hulk Hogan care enough to block you? If if if, 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 the, if, if, if post if the listeners want to do something now we never asked except base remember base wanted to set up the amazon wish list where he says thanks baby when they like yep. buy him like i'm gonna need 28 uh different spices a whole spice rack with all 28 spices and what else would you want base some double a batteries double a batteries <laughs> he would just buy anything <laughs> thanks, ba- thanks baby thanks baby if you want to do something for the show tweet at hulk hogan and say hey I think you made a mistake blocking at Abe Cannon. Could you please? Oh could you please unblock me? I'll, I'll let oh you know Lord. next week if you unblock. No, because I, it's funny because now it's it's depressing me because I just clicked on Hogan and it just says right on there blocked still. That's sad. It hey, is. Sad. He was one of your heroes. He, he still was is. Childhood hero. He still is. He didn't block me. I think some douchebag who was running his Twitter was just like, oh, there's a joke about I miss having sex with Hogan or whatever. Block him. Block, don't, don't worry, Terry. I'll take care of all these haters. He probably, probably Hogan was like, brother, get rid of all the haters today. And that guy probably spent hours just blocking anyone who made a joke. Yeah. So if if, if you do want to do something for the show, at Hulk Hogan, hey, <laughs> hey, Terry, I think you made a mistake blocking at Abe Cannon. He's well, your I biggest I was going to say, if we asked Terry, yeah. is that already starting yeah. off on a negative? <laughs> because I can't even tweet him and say that because I'm blocked. Right. So he wouldn't even see my tweets if I sent it. Why don't you tweet one of his low-life kids and ask them? Oh, come on. Those are, those are good kids, Sam. <laughs> Especially Nick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, if you, if you, if you, if you want to do something important for the show, you should do that. What's that, Ryan? Going back to the CM Punk thing, for me, I mean, it's, it's amusing and it's entertaining. I, to me, it just feels like almost like a step backwards for the image that Punk's been trying to portray. Yeah, because now he's a UFC fighter and he's trying to escape that whole wrestling thing. Yeah, 
and and the media is now picking up the story about you know these two wrestlers because you know the media doesn't get anything right as far as the media is concerned. CM Punk is still a wrestler. Well, I uh, Comcast Sportsnet played the video and underneath his name it just said former wrestler. It didn't even say he's with the UFC. Well, that's probably the most accurate you'll get because you know in like the morning news shows and they're like, oh no, we'll close with this fun little nugget. Uh, <laughs> Wrestlers to prof- the world of professional wrestling is meeting a world of professional hockey. <laughs> or they would say Vince McMahon's at it again. Two of exactly. his rest- two of his wrestlers are taking it, to- but two two of his current wrestlers, CM yep. Punk and Hulk Hogan, who are both currently on the roster wrestling. Yeah, you know what it is though. It's like you know, like let's say like John Lovitz goes on to found some like uh, like mail like mail order scheme or something like. We, we, you know, when you see him on Fox News, it's not going to say John Lovitz, and then in the subtitle, it's going to say like President of um, Happy Go Lucky Mailers. Actor, former former SNL alum John Lovitz, and CM Punk is nothing to UFC right now. He has a contract, but he's never done anything. So he's 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 a wrestler. That's what he that's what he's been known for. That's how he made his fame. So you all, you all remember Hulk Hogan when he starred in the hit movie Rocky Three as Thunderlips. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to say former actor Hulk Hogan. It's going to say former pro wrestler. That's former where he made actor. It. <laughs> former actor Hulk Hogan. Former award-winning actor <laughs> Thunderlips himself. That is yeah, that is a good like, point, like, Sam. Like, like one of you guys. I mean, you know, you, you like Ryan Mano. Ryan Mano's known for radio. Ryan, you know, I know Ryan's dabbled in other stuff, but his subtitle is going to say, say radio personality, not something else. That's no, that's, you're, that's you're right, Sam. And I, you're absolutely right. It's a great point. So with that in mind, that's why it's kind of surprising to me that Punk would even... Like, Punk knows how the media is going to pick this up. It's surprising to me that he's even doing it with that in mind. I mean, I'm not disputing what you said, Sam. You, you made a great point. So keeping that in mind, doesn't it seem like with Punk's like, attempt at being legitimized and t- being taken seriously, taken yeah. out of the world of wrestling, it just seems... I don't know. It is, it is odd for a guy who has tried to separate himself from that world to totally. do that and drag himself. You know, you pick one of the biggest names in history, you pull yourself right back in. Right. So if you're trying to get away, the, the, you know, it's not the, the best idea isn't to start a Twitter war with the biggest wrestling legend of all time. Yeah, that, that's the wrong guy. Like, if he started a, a feud with, like, Zack Ryder or something, no one would give a shit. But exactly. doing it with Hogan, everyone right. everyone's gonna know. Maybe he wants the attention, though. You know, maybe he wants to get paid. He's he one wrestler everybody knows. He's the one wrestler that that is truly a household name. But Hogan did start it. He said, "I wasn't going to say anything until you said my name." So, so where does it stand now? What's the latest? Well, I don't know, brother. We'll find Hogan out. We'll find out. We'll find out. It's, we'll find out on we'll Monday Night Raw, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and the one thing you you mentioned it earlier in a tweet, it's very funny, or in a text to me, and it's very funny. All this does is just it gives Hogan another month or a few weeks, really, just to keep the never say never line. Yeah, going. look anywhere he goes. <laughs> never say never, brother. That's all I can say. I'm in better. Sh- I feel like a high school kid, brother. I feel like a schoolboy. <laughs> I haven't been in this shape since I was 19, brother. He can't even, he can't even walk when he comes out. Brother, I'm in the best shape of my life. Brother, the pythons are still the same size they were when I was 31. Cool boy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Anyone, anyone at the age of like 63, 
I don't care how fat they were when they were younger. They were still in better shape than they were at, than they are at sixty three because they were able to walk better and everything else was in better. Oh, I'm in the best shape I've, since WrestleMania three, brother. I haven't been in this shape. What? I feel like I can get body slam Andre right now if I could. That's what he's saying. He goes, brother, oh, yeah. brother, I get all pumped up. I think I could wrestle another three WrestleManias. Like, no, you can't. You can't even no. walk. He like he limps no, when he can't walks. walk. <laughs> That's a you barely wrestle the ones you wrestled twenty years ago. Exactly. And it's funny. It, it is funny, man. Honestly, you watch a Hulk Hogan interview, and at some point in every interview, the the cheese dick uh, interviewer goes like, "So, what do you think? You gonna lace up the boots for one more match?" <laughs> <laughs> Hogan, it, it, part of it's sad and depressing for him, you know that, and then the other part of it, it reignites that spark, and he loves it. He loves being able to oh, say, yeah. hey, never say never. Brother, in his mind, that's just like, that's prolonging it. That means that the hope is still alive. Brother, I've been working out every day. The pythons are as big as ever. I'm in the best <laughs> shape I've been since WrestleMania Four, Brother... This CM Punk guy, he he wants a piece of me, brother. I say we do it at WrestleMania, the biggest WrestleMania ever, brother, Cowboy Stadium. Me and CM Punk, brother, I say we do it. Meanwhile, those kids are helping him walk to the freaking ring. <laughs> I say we do it. And that's all it is. I say we do it. It's pretty funny, guys. We talk about wrestling a lot, but it's like one thing we never really touched on was like wrestlers are a very rare breed in, in yeah. that they can't give it up. Like. Yeah. You know, I, ha- I have to put them in the, in the classification with, like, athletes. And, like, you don't see, like, um, Gordie Howe, like, knocking on the door or, like, Nolan Ryan, like, I got to pitch another game. Or Michael Jordan or, like, you know, when, when it's over, it's over. But wrestlers just never, never stop. Like, they hate it when they're actually active. But yeah. for the rest of their lives, they're just dying to get back in. Even yeah. when it's completely ridiculous. Like, you get these 65, 70 year old guys saying they could headline WrestleMania again. It's, <laughs> I, I don't know what it is about wrestlers. It's just, <laughs> yeah. They're a bizarre breed of people. Hogan well, get, said it, man. It's pretty hard to uh, go bowling on a Saturday night when you've sold out Madison Square Garden 500 times in your life. I know, but you then can. you watch WrestleMania, and it's like you also realize, Hulk Hogan, that you, you, if, you, if, you're, if you're using a walker to get around, you're not going to be able to jump off of a 20 <laughs> You know what, though? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but Sam, Sam, you know what? You know what the, it, it, it's like bands, too, though. Like, the Who have been on their retirement tour for 40 years. Like, yeah, you, but that, that's a skill that doesn't necessarily deteriorate with age. Is the ability it kind of does. Music. I mean, if you watch these old bands, you're telling me. If you watch, not, not to the level, but, you know, it's not, it's not athletic. So, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, some people, like, they lose a step. But they could still put, you know, the Who could still put on an amazing show. But, like, look at David Lee Roth. If you look at David Lee Roth back in 1983 and then you compare it to him on Ellen performing with that big, <laughs> dumb look on his face, I mean, there's a big difference. And he, he he thinks he's as good as he's ever been. He'll make comments like, Bebop, Bebop, Boop, Boop. Van Halen haven't <laughs> sound better since 1980, man. Van Halen's the best way. This, the, Van Halen sounds as good as we, best we've ever sounded. No, it's not, David. Sorry, it'll never, it'll never sound as good as it started because you don't sound as good anymore. You right. don't have the skills you had yeah. when you were thirty. I, I see, I see your point, but I think athletics and wrestling really would qualify more under athletics. Because I mean, even though it's a show, it still requires athleticism. And, and believe me, if Brett Favre didn't have to really play football, if it was acting football, he would be like Hogan at 60. Brother, I'm coming back to the Packers. We're going to go one more. Me and Aaron Rodgers, we're going to headline another Super Bowl, brother. <laughs> like, if, if the NFL was scripted, if, if, if Brett Favre didn't really have to play football, if it was scripted football, Brett Favre yep. would be playing till he was 70. Brother, Absolutely. me and Aaron Rodgers are going to headline one more Super Bowl, brother. 
Let's headline one more. Athlete, if any athlete ever referred to headlining a Super Bowl, I would be blown away. <laughs> That's what they would say. I'm headlining this year's Super Bowl. I did want to mention a couple more. We're running out of time here, fellas. Um, oh, Ryan, a throwback to earlier in the podcast before they came on. You know Hogan sitting there with one of those rubber those rubber bags behind his back while he's saying that he feels better than he's ever felt before. <laughs> I bet you under Hogan's bathroom sink, there is probably at least a dozen of those red rubber bags. <laughs> Remember those, Sam, those old rubber bags you put behind your back when it would hurt, when you, like in the 80s? Of course. Of course. <laughs> those are stupid. How do those even help you? A rubber bag. Like, what, was it hot water you put in or cold water? I don't remember. I think it was I think hot. It was hot water, if I recall, yeah. Yeah. So what, do you steam the water and then pour it into that fucking bag and then just sit there with it on your back? Oh, my back feels better now. No, it doesn't. You always, you always lie and tell yourself it was better when really it yeah. made no yeah. impact at all, yeah. zero. And, 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 and honestly, a lot of things like that don't make any impact, and you lie to yourself and it feels better. Like, if you put, like, sure. Icy Hot on, oh, my arm feels great now. No, it doesn't. No, now it doesn't. <laughs> that's that's worse now. That stuff usually just numbs the pain enough for you to keep using your elbow enough to make it work. It's like it's like using a new a new conditioner, where you know how it makes your head, like... Like, it's almost like uh, it's like if you shave and you go outside when it's cold out, like it sucks the cold into your face. Right, right. When you use a new conditioner, it just feels like everything's like opened up. That's what Icy Hot does. It like opens up your pores and then you're like, oh, I feel it tingling. It's working. No, you still have a fucked up elbow. Just now. Right. Now it's your, your your pores are wide open. And as soon yeah. as your pores close, it's going to still hurt, dumbass. And and well, now and, and not only that, but now it's going to hurt worse because it gave you the false sense of security that you're always better. <laughs> so so <laughs> you start doing pull ups because you yeah, feel you good. You just went out and you just threw nine innings, you know, <laughs> in the backyard with your kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Rus- Ru- Rusty, Rusty, grab the glove and ball. Let's go outside. Yeah, but Dad, I have to throw a hundred pitches. I'm ready. Let's go. Got the icy hat on. <laughs> uh, just a few more things I want to mention before we go. Kids showering. I was thinking about this the other day because there's all these like like Denny Hester now getting in trouble for uh, uh, accusations about molesting kids or whatever. Um, why do they ever make kids shower together in school? I think it makes no sense, and I think it's some kind of pedophilia fantasy that some scumbag put together because there is no reason to ever make kids shower together. Or anyone, for that matter. There should never be those big, like, showers where everyone has to shower. It makes no sense. I agree. What? I don't get I, it. Yeah, I was talking about that the other day. You were with uh, who? <laughs> 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 well, I know. It's weird. We were talking. I don't even know how it came up. But there was a... I was with Joe's family. And not your Jill base, my Jill. And there was a... Wait, you were with Bass's wife? What? Her family won't even hang out with Bass. They're hanging out with you? What the fuck? See, Bass, now you... Wait, hang on, Ryan. Bass, now you know why they never invite you over for dinner. They always have Ryan over there. I'm there. Ryan's Ryan's Jill's show. That was all bullshit. Yeah, he's actually actually living (laughs) with... With with, with Jill's Jill's family. No wonder why my kid is so cute. He wouldn't look like that if he was mine. Yeah, Ryan's the father. (laughs) God, that'd be fucked up. It makes like, so much know. more sense. Ryan, why don't wedding, what, oh, go you guys ever get the wedding video? If so, you might want to listen back because you replied, I do, 
but he said, do you, Ryan Mano? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you should open up a business where you're a sh- you're, you're just a, sh- a you're a show husband. So that when women marry guys like Bass, they could bring you around for dinners and like just for the showy parts. You don't have to do anything sexual or Bass. You get to have you get to do everything with her. Fantastic! (laughs) It's like like the Blues Traveler video for Runaround, where John Popper wasn't on screen. Oh yeah, exactly. Young, attractive dude. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, that's kind of a weird reference. It's not. It actually makes perfect sense. Bass is like John Popper, and you have this supermodel guy (laughs) on the video. That's a little harsh, but I see where we're going. This so, one, so, agree. so, Ryan, you're with Jill's parents, oh, no, but, Jill, yeah, so we Jill Levy's about, parents, and what happened? We were talking about, uh, I don't even know how it came up somehow, but, like, there should never be more than one guy per nozzle in any shower ever. No! Ever! And they ever. should, and, and, and hey, hey, would it be that hard? I mean, it's, okay, you have separate, uh, wouldn't, I, no, I've, I, I've never, ever taking a shower in school because I took art. We went to a Catholic high school. Luckily for us, we could take gym or art. So I took art just so I wouldn't have to shower because I don't want to stand next to all these scumbags. Hey, nice dick. Hey, what are the, what's the joke you always made, Ryan? Hey, what are you hanging around? What was the hanging around joke you guys would make? Oh, is this where all the dicks hang out? Oh, yeah. Is this where all the dicks hang out? <laughs> like stuff like I, I, I wanted nothing to do with any of that. And I will say in an all boys Catholic school, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of homosexual, uh, Sexual tendencies and curiosity amongst a lot of the uh, the populace. The so. jock, the, like the the, the yeah. but the the, yeah, the, masculine. the the most homophobic of the class were usually the ones who they grab everyone's you know, ass. I wouldn't want to be in the stall next to. So Ryan, did you did you have to shower with the guys or no? Uh, you mean Jill's family or at the school? <laughs> no, in high school. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Um, Okay, yes, we did. so in, so after sports, not not necessarily after gym class, but after like baseball and wrestling. Yeah, I used to wrestle, and my grandma would pick me up, and I would shower at the house. Like I'm, ne- I would never showered at school. Um, so how many like shower heads would there be in the in the big like uh, concentration camp shower? <laughs> I don't recall, man. I really don't. I think maybe like one main nozzle, and then two nozzles coming off of that one. So you're like, you have like a shower buddy. Oh, so you so all all the guys are like ah, like right next to each other. Like if if remember when the firemen would come out and spray yeah, the they hose, they make that laughing sound. Ah, and everyone, <laughs> yeah, and we would all be suds up and blowing bubbles at each other. <laughs> I mean, just just think about how fucked up that is. Like Jitterbug. what? That that is some kind of weird fantasy of a pedophile. Jitterbug. Let's get all these little boys together and have them all soaped up together, and then I'm going to stare at them from the office. Like I, well, I don't know so, if that was going on. I think though that a lot of it is a double mirror in there or anything. The infrastructure though of a lot of these schools was probably built in like the fifties and sixties and stuff, and that wasn't even a thing. Like okay, but now it's two thousand fifteen. It's time to end exactly. that. Put put a piece of drywall in between each stall. It's fine if they're all in one big shower, <laughs> but you should have a place to put your towel. You should have yeah. sections where you could even if it's little showers. Who gives a fuck? I'm not saying oh, no, next- like, like, in the, like in the gym where there's like a little curtain. You don't need you yeah. just close it right off. Yeah. yeah. There's no need for that. And how it's cool to be naked. They're all naked walking around. What? Like why? I I mean even, what 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 you're not sure you're mad? What do you got a little pecker pussy? No. It, it's nothing to do with that. I just don't I I I don't just I I just don't stand around naked with with every anyone. I just don't yeah, want to do that. I don't want to hang out with Bass and we're both naked having a conversation. Yeah, so Bass, you ready for the podcast on Tuesday? Yeah. 
Oh, wait, no, I still don't have pants on. We're going to continue this count. Hang on. <laughs> or even, even when you're at the gym, there's guys in the locker room, and, and their first order of business is to put on their shirt. And they're like, shouldn't your first order of business be the boxers or the pants? Uh, yeah, anyone who's first, like, who uh, really, I've never done that. Like, my first thing, even at home, is to put on underwear. Yeah. Like, like I'm, not, I'm not a shirt first guy. <laughs> What's with the shirt first? Yeah, that, that is weird. Uh, oh, Ryan. Speak, Ryan. Speaking of coming out of the shower, let me. I, I did want to finish that real quick, but but I, I just thought this tip. Do you do you know that if you have a t shirt that is a little snug on you, if you put it on right after you get out of the shower, mm-hmm. it fits better. Like it fits perfectly. Then now. That's the last line of defense, though, for a T-shirt. Like, if you come out of the shower and it's still tight on you, then you're too fat to wear it. But if you if you think a shirt... Sam, try this out. Base, you too. Wait, if I don't you, understand that, because if you were to do that, wouldn't the water, would that make it, like... No, after you dry off. like glue? What is like, no, 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 glue no, no, base, to you? No, 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 base. After you dry off. Okay. You take a shower. You completely dry... Like, I want you to double okay, dry okay. your body with the towel. So okay. you're saying you're more shriveled up when you come out of the shower. It's, I don't even know if it's small. shriveled up, but your body somehow is, is I don't know if it's tighter or what the deal is, but when you, if you put a t-shirt on right out of the shower, it looks better on you, first of all. And if it's a bit tight, it fits perfect. Now, like I said, if it's still this too tight, weird, I, I, I figured out the other day because I had a t-shirt that was a little tight on me and then I put it on after the shower and it fit perfect. You don't think maybe you lost a pound or two? No, no, because I tried it on. No, no, I tried it on before I took the shower. Right. I mean, the only way that that holds water is if uh, it's a fact that you actually do shrink a bit coming out of a shower. Because all I have to, all I could say is try it. We we can't we we can't debate it because there's no there's no I I haven't run the experiment. The the only sample size I have is myself. So I'm asking you to try it yourself. I'll Um, try it in a week when I take a shower. (laughs) (laughs) But isn't I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Really random. I, I read this article, which is interesting because I usually don't read. But people, like, it's becoming trendy for people to actually take cold showers. There's supposed to be health benefits yeah. in taking 100% cold showers. Well, yeah. And I've well, never of heard of that until recently. Base. Of course it is because that's like putting your foot in ice. It gets rid of all inflammation. Well, it does that, but they said like you can almost lose weight because your body automatically starts like heating itself up. Well, yeah. Think about it. If, if you... I can, I, I couldn't stand more than three seconds in a cold shower. Do you ever see whole, when, when like fighters cleaning? Do you ever see when fighters go in those ice baths after a workout? That's too. Yeah, that's, after, that's after like a strenuous workout. But it's the same. Not me coming off and all you can eat buffet. I'm going to jump into a in a cold shower <laughs> and I should be much looped up ready to go. Can you imagine that base gets into an ice bath after old country buffet? <laughs> Oh, I can't even breathe. And then he gets in the ice. Like, normally normally you can't breathe after a workout. Base yeah, camp. after this shower, I can headline WrestleMania. Yeah, brother, I feel like a schoolboy. <laughs> brother, I've never, I've never felt better in my life. I could headline Old Country Buffet. La- last thing I, I want to bring up. I, 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 I don't know why I thought of this. <laughs> Sam, do you remember when we would sit in um, in that ice cream shop and we would just play My Dingling by Chuck Berry over and over and laugh. Yes, I, I haven't thought about that in 20 years, but that, that is kind of weird. Because yeah. I, got, I got ice cream. I By, by the way, I went to this uh, place called Primo's in Oak Lawn. It's an ice cream shop. Everyone, I thought you said that. Where's that at? It's on 95th right off Central. 
The people okay. in there are the nicest. Like the girls who work there, they're like I don't know if they're in high school or what. Huge smiles on their face, like the most pleasant experience I've ever had. And th- oh, that's wow. the key is is to find what the right to find the right people. But, but <laughs> lot, lot, to find the right people to work at your place. Unlike we mentioned, the Walmart people who are you know jumping out of wheelchairs and fighting. Um, but when I was eating that ice cream, I was thinking about how Sam and I, we would sit there for hours and just keep playing my dingling over it <laughs> and just laugh. Like, yeah. That was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. Like, Can you like, imagine what people were saying about us? I know. We were sitting there like, with it, like just going crazy laughing. Like, ah! It's like, my dingling, my uh, dingling, two no, shiny no, balls. I'm really proud. <laughs> do you ever do that, Ryan? Do you ever go to an ice cream shop and play my no. dingling on repeat? I've not. No, I've never. I've never put it on the more than once in a row. Like we would put a dollar in, and for all four spins, play my dingling. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and, and then it would be like we'd be in there with our friend Mark, and like all three of us would each put a dollar in and play it four times each. So it'd be oh like it'd be like twelve times. So like, um, here comes the dingling, guys. Great. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine the people who were the people who we had we right face? Oh, fuck. oh those three morons you back. The dingling. Yeah, they, they had to have known. Like, those three retarded kids are back. The three dingling kids. Where even if you weren't paying attention. When the first time that happened, like they didn't, they didn't specifically pay attention to your face. After you left, and my dingling played twenty times, they definitely remembered your face. And the fact like, that we were laughing hysterically for an hour. Yeah. So there's no way the second time you guys went in there and did that again, like they definitely knew that you were the my dingling guy. Oh, it's the three autistic my dingling kids. <laughs> and you know, every time you guys walked in, so went, oh shit, I meant to get rid of that fucking song. Yeah. <laughs> totally. That would be awesome if we forced them to remove my dingling from the jukebox. <laughs> All right, fellas, we'll wrap it up on that. Uh, we'll, uh, we're, that's it, right? Yeah, you got it. We'll see you next week. All right, fellas. Later. Peace. Peace.